like t- you were silent until that cough happened. Like so um, prepared. <laughs> I yeah, I was like the sip I took of that water <clears throat> did not. It was too big of a sip, and I wasn't as like, uh, I wasn't ma'am? expecting it. Okay, so hello, welcome. What happened? To... Sorry, I think we I lost you for a second. Did you lose me? Oh no. Okay, this is Spooky Succubus cast. I'm Rebecca. I'm, I'm Abby. Cough. I didn't cough, but I probably will burp or cough or fart at some point. You know, that's what keeps this interesting. You come here so for true. content, right? This is an anti-racist, anti-capitalist, intersectional feminist podcast about horror movies. Uh, do you like my mood lighting today? I do like your mood lighting. The overhead was buzzing, so I had to bring in another lamp. Backup lamp. Buzzing? Like a scary electrical? I mean, I don't know, and Adam's not here, so I'm just going to leave it off and not explore it further, because um, I'm not prepared to deal with it. So, it probably just needs a new light bulb, but it's like a... What do they call the lighting when it's like, goes in? Recessed. Recess lighting and they're like fancy bulbs. So, uh, mm. as promised, I am not dealing with there it. There it is. It's above my pay grade. Whatever. It'll figure itself out. That's how I feel about. Honestly, if you <laughs> ignore problem long enough, it'll just go away for better or for worse. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's what I. That's my experience. I mean, so. Yeah, if you ignore bills long enough, it, your credit might take a hit, but it will go away eventually. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. That's not good advice. Don't. Money isn't real. Don't, <laughs> Don't take that advice. <laughs> okay, so what are we talking about today, Reb? It can't be anything, okay. like, unusual, right? Just front of the middle this is horror the film? <laughs> most straightforward, um, <laughs> like, realistic movie we've ever done. It's, um... The description. Okay, so it is the lure. The lore. I keep saying lore, but it's lure. Lure. Fishing lure. Lure. Um, And it's a Polish horror musical where the villains are mermaids or sirens. I feel like that description even sounds more normal than the movie actually (laughs) is. So if the you first want, want to watch this movie, musical like number, HBO Max, just so you know, for reference. Yeah. Um, it is very strange, sort of in parts, c- kind of hard to understand exactly what they're going for, but I did like it. I really, I thought it was kind of fun. I liked it and too. And a lot of the numbers are funky and they're bops, so I would I know. recommend it. Maybe like walking Frankie around the block, blasting the lore um musical <laughs> score in my headphones. Everyone's just gonna think I'm a normal girl, but really I'm Don't. mentally ill. <laughs> they have like the first number they do, it, they make it seem like it's gonna, gonna be normal musical numbers, like covers of songs, because they do Donna Summers. But then no, forget it. Then we're in punk numbers about like bones and um one of i don't even really remember exactly what the songs are about it's strange (laughs) the one in the mall was the funniest i was like (laughs) oh my god i thought it was that was like like a makeover dance break but it just kind of ended up being i'm not sure what (laughs) 
The visuals in this movie are, like, a lot of them are really good. Especially during the dance numbers. There's, like, when they're in the mall, there's a bunch of bodies moving. Like, people are picking up other people. There's, like, twirling. But it's all, like, everything is really symmetrical. I guess one of them just passes out at some point. Um, She's got a problem. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not involved. (laughs) And then the number, the pump number where they're, like, in their hair is teased and they've got, like, the black makeup. Oh, my God. Everyone's around them, like, grabbing at them. I was like, whoa, they, like, invented Julia Fox makeup. (laughs) This is 2015, baby. Yeah, kind of. Oh, God. I wish I didn't know who that was, but unfortunately, I do. That's just Um, the zeitgeist, man. So, uh, reviewer David Ehrlich called this movie the best goth musical about man-eating mermaids ever made. (laughs) And I have to agree. I can't think of a better one. Um, Top of that genre. It's not all goth music. I mean, it has a gothic kind of sheen over it. It's a, like, gothic, sad gothic tale of, like, unrequited love. It's also a lot campier than a lot of goth music, though. Like, it has a little less, like, there's camp, intense there's sincerity than... Thinly yeah. veiled allusions to female puberty. There's everything. Okay. I've got questions about the fish vaginas, but listen. The fish we'll vaginas, get into that. I will say there was never much clarity on, like that situation they're so far down on their tails rebecca (laughs) he sticks his fucking fingers in there first meeting hello they don't even know each other's he puts his fucking little fingers the club owner gross yeah Yeah. Uh, well we should probably let's get everyone else up (laughs) what we're talking about okay so we're talking about the lure 2015 Polish horror musical about mermaids. Uh, The titles play over a cool, spooky storybook animation that I really loved, that I wish came back, because it was really beautiful. I know. This was done by a painter, Alexandra Walazeskwa, who is known for kind of that style of, like, dark, obscure takes on fairy tales and other popular tales, but really cool. I would, like, buy a print of them. Yeah, you, like, follow the, them through the caves and their skulls, and then, at the like, as the movie starts, the Little Mermaid kisses somebody. So. No, she is eating his two, face. Well, she it starts out as a kiss. <laughs> How did it end up like this? It was only a kiss. <laughs> uh, so, then we cut to uh, two men and a woman smoking and dancing and drinking on a shore. Um, the youngest man is playing, uh, ba- I don't remember if it's a bass or a guitar. He plays um, a guitar like singing, in this scene, but he's a bassist. But normally he's a bass, bass player. Um, singing about girls and an albatross. And then we get a POV of like it, people watching them from the water and it's two young women. Um, they start to lure the young man singing closer to them and then the older man also comes closer and then the woman who's farther up on the shore screams um and then we cut to yeah are they a family like mother father son 
Or are they just some, some random people that ended up together? I kind of got the feeling I, they were all fucking each other, but then, like, they, yeah. she, she also, the, like, the woman, Crecia, has, like, this blonde hair that sort of, like, matches Mitek, the younger guy's hair. I, it was obscure. Actually, well, the sisters do make out later, too, so I guess there's just a lot of confusion. I don't think they're really sisters. I think they just are like, should we join up (laughs) and, like, do this thing? You're cool. I'm cool. Let's be best friends forever. Yeah, I think that's what this is. But I don't know. They do a lot of tongue kissing. I don't really know much about mermaid genealogy. It's true. Not an expert in that field. Um... Yeah, it's confusing all around. I don't think that they're a family. So yeah, so then we cut to um, our little shore dwellers are in a band. Uh, Christia is the lead singer, and then Mitek is the younger guy. He plays the bass, and then the drummer is just a drummer who doesn't get a name. In um, Polish, the per- band's name is Figs and Dates. I know. It's so cute. It's kind of cute. Yeah, it's like percussionist in Polish. Like, Putrovskina or something. Sista. Perkusista. Something like that. Sorry, I, I don't speak Polish. said that weird, like, fake Polish word, guys. If you're Polish, I apologize to you in advance. My bad. Our bad. about to happen. <laughs> Again, I can barely speak English. So, um... The they're they're a band and they're playing at a club. I forgot where I was. It's in Warsaw. Oh yeah, okay. They're playing. Uh, Which did they Dawn like? Summers. Warsaw is not a coastal city, so but they keep like saying it's Warsaw. So did they like travel down a river or it's close like a tributary? No, it's pretty central. Because I, I was curious, so I looked it up. And Poland does have a significant coastline, but Warsaw's like right in the middle. Landlocked. Are they just swimming down canals? I don't know. Well, I was thinking, like, yeah, maybe they're just like hitting the tributaries, zip zopping. But if they're going to America, they're going wow. to America later. Where are they That's from? Bulgaria. <sighs> so much. Unknown. I don't. I don't know if they're from there or they were just there. They were just hanging out in Bulgaria. Uh, we don't know anything about our little sirens, unfortunately. Okay, we got Yeah, you're right. We have to get going. So, <laughs> so I, Donna I Summers. The, impatience. We'll get to, I mean, we'll just, I mean, <laughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> so, <laughs> there, so the club boss is walking around this club, telling people off, and then he's smelling something strange. And then he hears giggling coming from the green room, and we find our two little girlies from the water. Um, he calls Bannon to scold them, and uh, the drummer <laughs> makes the girls strip for him, and then splashes water on them, and they turn into mermaids. Um, but and they're like Barbie they dolls. Strip, yeah, they have no butt cracks. At first, I was like, I no guess butt people cracks. in. I said to myself, I guess people in Poland have like really low butt cracks, and then I was like, oh, <laughs> there's no butt cracks. Because I, like, only saw it at a glance first, and I was like, must be, like, a thing. (laughs) At first, when they first, like, had them stripped, that you, like, don't have any vaginas or... 
or pubic hair. And I thought that they just didn't have any pubic hair. And I was like, huh, this is a weird scene. And then they turn around and they didn't have butt cracks. And then he lifts up her foot and it's like smooth on the bottom. I was like, oh, okay. So they're like Barbie dolls. I get it. You don't really I'm appreciate there, it how very weird. weird a butt looks without a butt crack until you are really facing that reality down. Like, whew, that's wrong. And they don't have belly buttons either. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's too. They look scary. So, um, the boss, again, this is the part. So they've got these really long tails and they look kind of funny sitting there because the tails are huge. They're like, they're like twice the length of them. Yeah. They're like, and very wide and sort of like stunted looking and they're vagina, they're fish vaginas. They weighed 50 pounds. Those girls weighed like a hundred pounds and they were like actually operating them with like levers and pedals inside them i was like jesus God. so hard yeah what a what an undertaking but so when they so they he splashes water on them they turn into mermaids and then their fish vaginas are way down on their tails and the boss puts his fingers into the vagina into without into consent. One of their, I'm, i was so confused uh, and that's confusing. why i was like is that actually the vagina? Because they call, they call it a slit. And I was like, what is happening here? There is confirmation Gross, later that it's a vagina, which we'll get to. Um, which is not Ugh. a nice scene either. Well, I mean, anytime the fish vagina's out, I wasn't, like, loving life. I'll tell you that. I don't need... I didn't I didn't want it. Is that... I, I don't know a lot about fish anatomy, but I never really thought about it, to be honest. Uh, so, the... Uh, I don't know. Mm, they're eels, though. Eel they're anatomy. Oh, eel. I'm sorry. I don't know. They Am look I like fi- be... I don't know. fish, mermaids, eels. Am I going to be regret doing this? Do eels have vaginas? <laughs> don't look it up. Okay. Where are the reproductive organs of an eel located? Here we go. Uh,. <laughs> Someone on Quora said, that is a very interesting question, and I certainly wonder why you asked it. <laughs> okay, the You've common been eel... You've been flagged <laughs> as a pervert. Are, are you okay? <laughs> uh, they <clears throat> do not have sexual organs that are easy to locate. So they go... Ooh. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Ooh. I mean, it just... Um, I don't... They're sexually immature animals, and they have very reduced sexual organs, and that's really all I care to look into the matter. This is made up. They they put a vagina on a on an eel tail, and the end. So the band is playing to a burlesque number. Um, Okay, again, this burlesque dancer used to dance with the band, and then the girls came in, and then doesn't it right? I think it's just another, she's another act, the banana song, and her name is something. It's like Botsky or something. I don't, And we don't see her very often. She's until, virtually irrelevant to, like, two really pivotal scenes in the movie where she's suddenly back, and I'm like, oh, hey, great to see you here. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, so they're playing to her number, the banana song, and then while they're away, the the boss is alone with the girls and they've collapsed on the floor, but they're thrown in the pool and they're revived. Um, Apparently there's he hires an indoor them. pool just adjacent to the club, which is convenient. Yeah. In Poland, anything goes. Um, 
they the boss gives them bread and then hires them to be like a strip act. Um, Crucia takes them to the mall for clothes, and we get a, an unhinged musical number about so what the city has to offer them. Strange, and they're like, "We got to get them it was some fun, decent but clothes." Very weird. But they come out looking the same as they went in. I was like, "Wait, did we get? Did they change the clothes?" <laughs> like, I can't tell. Um, and yeah, Silver collapses or something at the end of it, right? Yeah, and then uh, Silver is the blonde, the blonde mermaid. She collapses, and the youngest band mate, Neatic, um, they have like a moment, and Golden, the other mermaid, seems jealous or worried or both. Uh, in the dressing room before their first performance, the girls have a telepathic conversation about staying for a bit and whether or not they would eat Neatic. Um, they we get a short musical break where the girls sing. Um, and then they get into a giant glass and turn in front of the audience at the end of the number, Miantic and Silver Kiss. (laughs) They're wearing, like, flight attendant outfits, and they are dancing. Inexplicably. The rhythm is one mile away from them. They are dancing so, it's, like, so funny. They just, like, like out of shoulder shoulder moves. And I was like, I thought maybe it would be, like, a nautical or mermaid-themed outfit, but they're, like, flight attendants. And I liked it. (laughs) It was bizarre, because uh, Crucia is dressed as, like, a pilot, and the the girls are dressed as flight attendants, but then the other members of the band are just in white suits. It's so weird. And then they just get, like, tossed into a giant fishbowl at the end with their flight attendant hats still on. Like, why are the hats on? I'm so confused. I think that was the moment where I texted you and I was like, I'm so unclear on everything that's going on. Again, with, like, international horror movies, I think there might be, like, just some, yeah, like, cultural ins or, like, zeitgeisty things that I just don't (laughs) quite, they're not connecting for whatever reason. There is Uh, a missing piece to the puzzle. (laughs) It's like I don't know. It's fun though. They were their sequency outfits were super. Cute. I liked them. I love the uh, the actor that plays Golden. She is creepy, so good. but like so pretty and like she's got she's mm-hmm. got charisma. You got charisma, kid. Charisma, uniqueness, urban talent for <laughs> sure. And uh, so then, Mieta kisses her at the end, and Golden is not happy about it. Uh, She takes a song break to work out her feelings of loneliness and sadness and then takes a bath and heads to the bar to pick up a man and they drive off together. Silver goes around looking for her and finds Krisha giving a blowjob to presumably the drummer, but I sort of suspected that it was Miatek. And I was like, oh, they're just all bumping each other. And she's like, Oh my god, sexual maturity! So confusing. But we never find out, so don't worry about it. <laughs> we don't know. We just see her, like, bent down, but we don't see the, the It's like the clear main blowjob, I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then she smokes for the first time and talks to another worker at the bar about I think the coach maturity. I, th- I thought yeah. she was a seamstress, but I could be wrong. I don't know. This bar has uh, employees I don't understand. There's one, like, area that seems to be just, like, an area where glasses are stored. And there was a lady just sitting there knitting at one point, And she, like, says hello to yeah. the club owner. She's like, hey, how's it going? I was like, what are you here for? <laughs> 
She's just knitting. This bar, yeah, this bar club has so many areas. In the first scene that we get, like, while when he's, he's walking, walking before he finds the girls, there's a kitchen, full kitchen, like, oh, like a huge kitchen. That girl dancing in the kitchen, too, like, we're cooking in here, boss, and she's, like, holding a carrot. Holding a sausage. You never saw her I again, was either. No, there yeah. was a carrot in one hand and a sausage in the other. So it was very subtle. Super subtle. Uh, and the, yeah, there's Frank. like one main dance room and then there's a bar with another smaller stage. And there was just one woman like dancing all alone. It was so funny. Her. It was so weird. And yeah, there's like multiple bars and a pool. And like, it just doesn't make any sense. But whatever. And like, very confusing, like, prison-style open bathrooms where there's just, like... Mm-hmm. E- I mean, I think, like, in Eastern Europe, like, Russian-Polish baths are, like, a thing where... Yeah. It's kind of, like, a spa. There's, like, spa tradition. So maybe it's that, but... <sighs> there's everything. It had everything. I also, like, being topless. Movie. Never saw anyone eat despite her holding a sausage and a carrot. They're like, I d- it seems like being topless, it doesn't matter because, like, w- we get boobs first t- five minutes of the film and then we see nothing, boobs everywhere. There's like most of this movie, you're staring at somebody's nipples. I would say the banana song lady had the best boobs, in my opinion. I thought it was going to be more burlesque like, because she's like in this, like, um, she's like, just kidding, like the <laughs> curtains, and then she just whips it off and hello. Yeah, like, that's Whoa. it. I was like, not hiding anything. Tips for showing their boobs. <laughs> yeah, I didn't they, see any cash floating around. Only the cash that Miatek and the and the drummer are sorting. That's the only money we ever see. Um, so Golden and the man that she picked up are parked on the shoreline, um, and she eats him inside the car, and then crawls to the water to like consume. His heart, Charged, it looks like. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> she just wanted to take, take a, a break. <laughs> uh, Silver tries to seduce Mietek, but he says he will always see her as an animal. Um, but then... So this is the moment she, where we figure out the full fish vagina thing. Because she hops in a bathtub and tells him to put it in. Like, after she's in, got her fish tail. She's like... And he's like... Come here! You're a fish. <laughs> You're a fish. Um, it's, yeah, very sad, very um, weird, because he's been, number one, leading her on. Number two, she's young. Like, they keep mentioning that they're both very young. Um, she looks like she's and 15. She looks so young. And she's just, like, she's just like so earnest and... Uh, clearly in love with him, and he's like, nah, you're a fish, bro. But then they sing a song about how it's all gonna be okay and transformation, etc., and then things are better? Question mark? Musical break, love song, duet. I guess everything's Not super clear for the moment. Yeah. Um, the girls perform the my favorite song of the movie, this cute little punk number. They're in like it's torn so tights cute. and the teased hair and they're mm-hmm. the way they're dancing, it's so fun. Um and yeah, they're like sequins, like fishy sort of um like shoulder pads. Yeah. Uh, the best. I, and like this is and, like a transformative moment for Golden, I think, too. She because she like mm-hmm. dresses like that for the rest of the movie and she's like, You can't stop me. I'm gonna eat a man. Um she 
I gotta eat. She gotta eat. People gotta swim. Fish gotta eat. So the so after their number, which has really beautiful, despite their like the costuming, like the visuals are really beautiful. There's a point where like they both do a lot of crowd surfing, and then people are like grabbing at them, and they're framed like perfectly in the center. It's like and they really sing into each other's well microphones. Done. Yeah, I like that part too. So cute. They do some tongue kissing here, which is confusing. I mean, because um, I thought they were sisters, but I whatever. don't think they are. Yeah. I don't know I don't who's know. related to who. Uh, I don't know who's fucking who. And I, it's just going to have to be a mystery. Question mark. <laughs> uh, so then afterwards, they go down to the bar. Uh, Golden talks to a heavily scarred man that we've seen, like, kind of throughout the movie. Glimpse- yeah. Sorry, my- Oops, sorry. It's okay. Um, and he... His name is... Are you getting a call? I can hear it from here. I am getting a call. Is it Caesar? Okay, at least it didn't stop us recording. That's nice. Oh, my God. Who? It wasn't Caesar. It might honestly be my maintenance person. No. Because our garbage disposal is broken. But whatever. (gasps) They can leave me a message or call me back. (sighs) I know. So, um, So his name is Triton. Um, and he says that he, he's super subtle. He used to have two horns. A fisherman took one and he pulled the other one out and he has like this huge scar and he's got like a mermaid scale tattoo on his ribs. Um, he's too old for golden. Way too old for golden, but she's enamored. Um, and he says that golden better look out for silver because if she falls for me and he marries someone else, she'll turn to sea foam. While uh, walking alone, Golden is approached by a cop, uh, a cop that was in the club earlier for their punk number. Uh, She accuses her of eating the man. um, Musical break is so funny. They are like doing this cat and mouse dance with like literally finger guns, (laughs) and they just keep pointing the guns at each other and circling. So do they actually have um, sex or is that like a hallucination? I was so confused. I think they have sex. I also think that Golden eats her, but I'm not sure. Oh, again, unclear. Both come back. That's true. So, yeah, so then they're like doing this little like sexy dance. Um like it's like almost a dance battle, almost like a sex scene. And then they're back at the cop's apartment where there's a projection of the cop on the wall, like it like a yes. movie of the cop on the wall, just like doing things, like in a military uniform, like smoking a cigarette. And then she's in a full the cop is in a full fishnet. Fishnet. Like so inconvenient. Fishnet outfit. It looks uncomfortable. And um, Golden is on the bed, turned into a mermaid, and then they're, like, kissing. Golden has her, like, scary siren teeth out. And then they're, like, like are near each other, like, almost kissing. And then Golden, like, opens her mouth at the cop's, like, jaw or at her neck. And then mm-hmm. we cut to black and we hear, like, a scream. So I'm assuming... That she killed her, right? That flew right over my head, but I'm going to trust you. I don't know. I could. I don't know. Again, I have no idea what's going on in this movie. So then... This is my least favorite scene in the movie. I hate this. (laughs) Did not like it. She's in bed with the drummer, and she's having, like, a daydream about the girls nursing from her. 
I don't know if it was weird. She's like having a fantasy of them breastfeeding and the like. (sighs) Yeah. I hated it. I really, really hated it. It was so weird. And they're like in the daydream, they're in like this all white area. Like, it's very lynching. And then she, she accuses. Uh, him of having sex with the girls because he smells like fish, and he's like, "No, I just had halibut earlier, or whatever." <laughs> so he's weird. Like, and then I just ate some herring. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> his herring. Um, and she's then, like, "Go fuck your fish." <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> okay. And then later on, or like the next day, maybe everybody's in the living room and they're watching TV, and then. The drummer gets up and does a little dance for everyone. I don't know. And the girls like I don't do know. fake trombones. Like, burr, burr, burr. I, yeah, I they're... liked the little trombones. It was pretty funny. But then a news program comes on featuring the the cop that we saw earlier, um, and it's detailing Golden's crime of eating the guy in the car by the shore. The band members are all looking around suspiciously. Um, Silver asks. It's like accusing them of like not like why are we working for you and you don't give us any money we never get to do anything fun and then the drummer's like you guys are brats did you hear that yeah, spotify i did hear that yeah. <laughs> it came out of nowhere i almost had a heart attack Okay. Uh, it's okay. We're, we're getting calls we're getting spotify's coming from inside the house um we're fine <laughs> Oh my god. Um, yes. So, so Silver's like, where's our money? Bitch, better have my money. Bitch. And the so then Golden has already run off because she's like, you know, confronted with her man-eating crimes. Silver runs after her and smacks her <clears> across <throat> the face. And then they have like this weird singy fight about jellyfishes. And then Oh, I thought it was so cute. <laughs> Jellyfishies, jellyfishies, like the way they jellyfishies, ten jellyfishies, and they're like bizarre, kind of hissing like dogs and circling each other. And I thought that they were gonna fight, but then they were just like, "You, you're crazy." They're laughing. (laughs) Oh, you. And that, but then the drummer comes in and punches them simultaneously, both in the face, and they pass out. This cracked me up too because they're like, "Oh, they're dead. We'll just roll them up in carpets and get rid." I'm like, "They, you just punched them." They're not dead. Like it never happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, yeah. So then they roll the girls up in in rugs and they throw them into the canal. Then the drummer and Mietek fight, and Krisha is like trying to break them apart. There's like couch feathers everywhere. I don't know. Then it seems like Golden and Silver. I don't know. No, I'm so confused. Golden and Silver so are back Golden and better than ever. <laughs> back, baby. They're up on the shore. They come upon two men kissing outside their car. Again, I'm confused as t- is this, is it coded as like homophobic? I mean, like, it's I don't know. The, set in the 80s, so it could be uh, like something around the AIDS crisis or. Like, I don't know, some kind of homophobic coding, but I meant something. I'm yeah. just stupid, and I don't know what it is. It meant something, and it kind of upset me. But anyway, two, they I didn't love two guys, they eat them, men are dead. And then, back at the apartment, all the band members are, like, passed out and look dead. And then the the burlesque Banana dancer... Song. 
banana song comes in with IV bags um, and sings and sets them up. Sings about poison. So maybe it is drugs. That's um, why again, I thought it was it's unclear. Like, OD'd on something. Yeah. Um, um, and they're uh, alive again. They're revived. And they're all better by performance time. So uh, the girls are really going off the rails at this point. <laughs> like this moment is when I was like, I need to buckle up. Um, like it gets so wild. So the band is again alive back in, uh, Crecia is in her pilot's uniform and the girls come in afterwards as if nothing has happened. Uh, the drummer comes up and is like to golden and is like, I have to apologize. And golden says, it's fine. We're not mad. And then bites his finger off. You know, you nothing happens. They were going to head to America. You know, you just got your bodies like dumped by this band that's been stealing your money. Is it the time? It could be the time to, to move cut on. and run. Yeah. But no, they come back. Uh, they, they eat a thumb. I, and he doesn't seem that upset about it. I don't know. You don't no, need I mean, a thumb no, to no, play the Nothing drums. comes of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Silver drinks at the bar and tells a stranger that she's going to be getting legs and a pussy soon. So, okay. Great. I think that this is one of the guys, this patron of the club was, like, front and center at their first performance in the flight attendant outfits. And he was, like, totally, like, enamored. I recognize him from that scene. Because she I says, don't. like... I know you want my tail. You can have it if you want. And he was like, Again. what? And then nothing happens. <laughs> Weird. I don't know. Uh, Golden performs with Triton's band, his, like, punk this band. felt a little bit white supremacist-y. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I did not like it. Again, like, this just, like, green room. Punks can, you know, go one of two. If you're really a punk, then you're a leftist, right? But if you're a piece of shit, you know, it's like, again, like, they can be subject to, because there's a lot of, like, anti-authoritarianism and et cetera. But it did feel, it was the hair. It was the hair, like, I don't know. A lot of, it did feel strange. I don't know. I'm it confused had about Poland's vibes. And, yeah, Poland's proximity to, um like, white supremacist values like that. I I didn't love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I mean, that it, it was different. <laughs> but I do like too. Golden, like, taking over his mic and singing. She, when it I was liked her, her singing. I was like, mm-hmm. good for you. Um, She sings, and he bites a head off a bird. Like, okay. No cool. one cares. Good for you. <laughs> um... After he tells her she needs a lot of practice, she's like, ew, fuck you. And then we never see her perform (laughs) with them again. Um, The girls do a photo shoot with their tails in fishnets. No tops, of course. Boobs out. And, like, little Playboy bunny ears. Again, why not do a nautical theme? Why are you making it a bunny? I don't get it. The artistic direction needs Why are you making it a bunny? I don't know. The costuming was confused. I'm confused. Okay. But whatever. That's what their photo shoot is. Neither here nor there. Um, And they communicate telepathically. Golden warns Silver that if she cuts off her tail, she'll lose her voice. Silver is like, shut up. You're a moron. If you try to stop me, you'll never see me again. Which is like, Silver, come on. Yeah, it's not worth it. (sighs) He's not worth it. 
Men she, then, be trash. We cut to another, like, very surrealist scene that I sort of hated, sort of loved. Of I kind of forgot. Silver, like, oh, yeah. in in ice and that she's getting prepped to have her tail removed and then there's another woman whose lower body's already been cut off but she's still alive and conscious and they get their bottom switched so this woman gets the tail and then uh silver gets her her legs and her vagina so um she Silver's sings gonna a song hate this whole time the toilet Ooh, yeah she's thinking about i don't know exactly what i don't know i, I think springtime really or something yeah, so like uh, she gets out his new year, yeah, new, uh, <laughs> new year, new look, new page. So um, <laughs> she's at a surgery and heavily scarred, um, but happy. Yeah. She's like has to use a wheelchair and then is like practicing walking on a treadmill. Mietek is happy because he just wants to fuck her, um, but. As they try to have sex, he rips her stitches open, and then he's like, ew, gross. You're still just a fish. He's such a dick. I, I fucking, fucking hate him. him. He's made an enemy for life. But he's dead, so. Uh, <laughs> Spoily. Good for you. Uh, the boss cancels their act, the girl's act, which I did not know was called the lore. The lure, but it makes sense. So he cancels yeah. the lure act. Well, he um, says... Silver- no, he- he says Golden will either Golden's gonna go solo and Golden won't do it without Silver. So he's like, okay, bye. Yeah. Yeah, and that because Silver lost her voice when she got rid of her tail. Um Mieta goes to a recording studio and is making eyes with the woman who works there and ends up kissing her. Immediately. <sighs> and then a immediately. woman chopped and then, her bottom half off for you, you garbage can. You piece of shit. You piece shit. of human garbage. Shit man. Yeah. Uh, Mietek and this woman get married on like a on like a boat. Has the, any time elapsed? Because I was like, oh, is it like years later? Is it tomorrow? What's going on? We also get um, a. S- what's going on? We also get a scene of the drummer like leaving. Krisha, like in the middle of the, of the I was like, night, I don't give a like, shit early about morning. you. <laughs> I know. Yeah, She's so better he, off without you. He leaves Krisha for Banana Boat, and they then are like all at the wedding together, which is on a boat. Which like, which is on a boat. Why? Why is it on a boat? That's like insult to injury. Um, and then everyone is like kind of unhappy like crucia and golden are definitely unhappy but silver seems happy watching them get married because she just loves him and wants him to be happy because she's a selfless mermaid um but golden's like i don't fucking i don't like this i don't like this thing this gambit triton again warns silver that she has to eat um mietek by daybreak or she'll vanish into thin air as morning dawns, Silver goes and finds Mietek alone, and they have it. They dance together. Golden finds them and urges her to eat him, but she can't, and instead turns to foam. Uh, Golden is so upset that she jumps on him and eats him and kills him. Hooray! Yay! And then she escapes into the water. Never Good to be for seen Golden. again. I wish Good Silver would listen to her. Silver. I hope so she went tragic. to America and became an actor actor yeah i feel like i did get like teary at the end because i was like oh man this is rough he's such a like dirt bag and 
she really like was a good actor. I thought her like final scene dancing with him was really like sad and believable. And Golden does yeah. like angry, car- scary mermaid really well too. Cause she liked look, she was she- like scary, like legit furious at the end. It was great. They, yeah, everyone in this movie did a really good job. I think like the two main actors, they're like, I don't know how old they are. They look very young, but they were both very talented. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I like Crescia. She was like, I don't know. I don't know. Also, want to know if it's their real singing voices or not because she has a beautiful voice. They all have nice voices. So, um, I apologize in advance for this. So, this movie was made in 2015 and directed by Agnieszka Smosinska, Smoksinska, Smoksinska, whatever. I think we're close enough. Mm -hmm. And, Uh um,. Her mom ran a nightclub in the 1980s in Poland, and so she said the mermaids basically helped her tell, like, this abstracted version of her own coming of age, like, having her first cigarette and getting drunk for the Mm. first time and, like, kissing a boy for the first time, having these big feelings, but sort of, like, channeled into these, these women. So I was like, oh, I feel like... Golden is, like, the id, you know? And Silver is, like, the sweet, gentle part that, like, at the end of the day, always kind of gets squished if you're a woman. Like, any softness or kindness you have, like, men, cis-het men will find a way to squeeze it out of you, you know? (laughs) I just, and, but I, what I do appreciate, so this, this movie is written by a man, though. It's written by Robert Balesto. Who's got Who problems, needs therapy? I'm sure. Yeah. So um, this is based on um, the lives of. He had these friends, Barbara and Susanna Vronsky, who also spent their childhood in nightclubs, and they um, were songwriters. And he said, basically, it started to get, one of the sisters was like, this is getting a little too, like, personal and close to home. And he was like, why don't we get, turn you into mermaids? That was, like, his answer um, to them being like, hey, we're, like, a little uncomfortable with this. <laughs> so, not great. Yeah, I don't love that. Did they get money? Did they get compensation from having their, I believe, their story being told? I believe not. Um, great. But I love do it. think that the um, club where they filmed all the scenes, the sister's parents performed in at some point in history, really? which is kind of cool. Yeah. That's cool. Um, yeah, I think most of the men in this movie are uh, terrible and deplorable, so I appreciate that. My favorite characters are the women. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is some weird coding. Again, the, like, weird homophobic scene. Like, we do get... It's also, like, the the heteronormative relationship is also sad and like doesn't end happily but like mm-hmm. golden i wish golden and the cop like ran away together or like she turned the cop into a mermaid or something they or like that she didn't end up eating her i don't yeah i wish that ended differently, right and then the, the only other instance of like not uh, heteronormativity uh, is those two men which right which is also like just such a like throwaway scene but pointed mm-hmm. that it was two men kissing, and then they immediately died. 
Well, yeah, like, they have to hide their affections and be secretive, right. and that makes them vulnerable to ravenous man-eating mermaids. I was like, I don't know Who what you're trying to tell me. <laughs> yeah. Right. It was weird. It was, that was just like, yeah, what is, what are you trying to say here? How, your coding is suspect. Yeah. I do think Cretia is a villain, too, because she's helping to exploit these literal children but i think you also kind of like get her perspective about the ways in which she's being exploited like she's having this like fucking stupid drummer with a rat tail run around on her she has like this surrogate son that like can't take care of himself and i just feel like she's placed in this kind of like you know default position of mother or wife and she has to be a caretaker but then also, like, she turns around on the girls and, like, kind of exploits them to the same end. Because, like, she's basically, you know, if they stay in the path that they're on, they'll become her, right? Like, she's yeah. kind of, like, molding <laughs> these two surrogate hers. And that, I think, couldn't have been more clear And then in the breastfeeding scene, which I regret heartily ever watching. <laughs> And I, she, yeah, she's like complex and complicated, but again, is like a mother figure, which is anyone over 30 is like a mom, has to be a mom. You yeah. Know? So that was disappointing. And I, and I, we don't know anything about her, her journey or her, how she feels like she gets left alone, like left in the middle of the night by her like partner. And we don't really get any. We just see her looking like backstory at the wedding. No yeah. story of triumph or like overcoming or being a solo act and like I, yeah, none of that. Which is just. I mean, I guess I kind of like that there are all these non sequiturs and everything does just kind of prove to be like pointless in the end because that's just me. But I don't know. I thought like they style her in these like dowdy weird like underclothes and she's always wearing like she is mm. c- coded as like completely unsexual and like unappealing like i disagree with that i feel like i think she's only... plenty sexy but i don't the... think the movie intends her to be sexy like her sex scene with the gross drummer is like it uh, amounts to nothing and it amounts to like him her equating, like, the smell of herring with him finding somebody else more desirable than her. And she's in this, like, weird dowdy nightgown the whole time. And she always is in, like, weird outfits in comparison to Banana Boat or whatever and and uh, the girls, you know. I think maybe that... Because the first outfit she's wearing is, like, a sequence dress that's, like, very form-fitting. And then the outfit that she wears to take them shopping is, like, uh, like a form-fitting blazer and trouser situation and, like, a goldish brown. I really wanted her to be fucking Mietek, unless they're mother and son. I I hate Mietek. I hope he's... I'm so glad he's dead. I hope you had a, you know, terrible experience. Fish food. But she's, like, full makeup fish food. But I... True. I think maybe her... 
her costuming changes the closer she gets to the girls. And maybe that's like that's once true. Her, they come into puberty, then she's becoming this matron. Then she's no longer like an independent front runner of a band. She's like when taking one part supreme in their performance rises, another has to fall. Just Is that like from American Horror Story. Yes. <laughs> Gross. Like Jessica Lang told us. Uh, yeah, I yeah. think, yeah, the more, like, they own their sexuality and, like, become comfortable, I feel like it goes from, like, oh, we're comfortable in our bodies because we don't, like, see them as sexual things or, like, mm-hmm. things we should have agency over, like, they just exist to being, like, oh, we, our bodies have power and, like, our voices have power and we are able, we have leverage and Golden, like, leans into exercising that leverage and like becoming her own kind of self-possessed person and silver just gets like absorbed into a man yeah but i do like that like golden is the one who gets away she's the one who's taking agency over herself and she's the one who gets to go on with her life how she sees fit and there's that scene before their first performance where the club boss is like <laughs> holding everyone before they go oh, out yeah. he what holds them by that? their shoulders and and like, and, like kicks them, them the with their knee yeah. yeah and then she and then silver does it just like everybody else and golden's like don't touch me don't touch and me. then <laughs> yeah goes on with it so i don't know and the only time we see her like um, have any sort of like sexual relations with someone? It's with an, a woman, so I I'm would say her sexuality didn't... leans that way, and that's at least she I'm hates men. I'm glad they didn't push some kind of like sexual or romantic affinity between her and Triton. I was kind of concerned it was going that direction. Yeah, I don't. I think she's gay though. I don't really don't I think, think so too. She likes men. She just wants to eat them. <laughs> Maybe she was um, in love with Silver. Because I was worried. I know. I, I was worried that it was going to be a love triangle between Silver and Golden and Mietek. That's how like, it's described. And like, then. In, in the description in on HBO Max, that's how it's, like, ta- described in the, whatever, like, the little text blurb. And then I was like, that is not what this maybe, was. <laughs> I mean, even if she is in love with Silver, she's never acted on those feelings or made those feelings known to her so it it's not a love triangle golden honestly was a real one all she wanted to do was go out and eat man eat man but she always (laughs) like was was silver's protector and it just like yeah i don't know it just sucks because gold like silver's learning these lessons that you only really learn with like growing up and age and having hindsight, but she never gets the opportunity to have hindsight on like how not worth it Miatek is. You know, she yeah. like I remember first loves like that where it was like any crumb they gave you, you would like happily take because you were just like so into them. And yeah. it sucks. It's like so painful. And then later you're like, oh man, <laughs> that was like really bad and really brutal. But, like, Silver never gets to have perspective. She has to stay this, like, lovelorn 15-year-old forever. It's so sad. 
And it is sort of punishing a girl for having like adolescent feelings and not mm-hmm. quite understanding how to express herself or understand the love that she's giving and not receiving from somebody else. And she's being punished for that and sort yeah. of turned into like an, a sympathetic character for it. When, like, I think it's a little I think ableist too, how like after the she wheelchair. Ends- yeah, after she, like, undergoes the surgery and, like, the wheelchair and the crutches and, like, they're coding it as, like, she's weak. She's being sexually rejected. Yeah. She's weak. And, like, she eventually, like, dies when she's in this sort of, like, state where she's still healing. And I was like, this is bad. It's really ableist. Like, she's the same person yeah. she was before and she still has just as much value. <laughs> like, no (laughs) i don't know there are some not green flags yeah and i think that like just he couldn't fuck her the first time because of the stitches and then he's like that's it i give up i'm falling in love with this recording studio admin or whatever give her like two months jesus it looks like it was let her stitches heal bro god she had a full elective surgery it's also I wonder how, like, because I did refer to it as bottom surgery, mostly because I was thinking about top half and bottom half, but it is sort of like a... I mean, it's a gender-affirming surgery. Like surgery. She's getting yeah. the sexual organ that she wants, right? It's like, it, mm-hmm. even if that wasn't their intention or they weren't thinking about it, it's like an allusion to a trans experience, right? So... I don't think it gives enough, like, gravity to that either. No, I don't think so Um, either. And then she's turned into, yeah, like, a victim. And Mm -hmm. that, and it kind of makes it seem like the surgery was a bad idea, right? Surgery, like, like, where, like, female, a female identifying people get an elective surgery to, like, emphasize or change a trait that, like connects them more with their femininity is still like a gender affirming surgery even if mm-hmm. it's not it's not you know in the kind of like transition sense but at the same time that is true <laughs> but like gender affirming surgery has more gravity when it's people that like actual trans people that are like at risk every day of losing their lives and just like general persecution and it's also something that's really hard to afford and really hard to get access to especially if you're in a rural area so i don't think it's like we just have to be like cognizant of how we talk about it and this movie was like not (laughs) so it was a little whack yeah right it was like goodbye fishtail hello vagina that's like as much is the fishtail phallic, too? I don't even want to think about it. Is the fishtail what? Like a big phallus. Oh, maybe. But a phallus. I don't want to deal with I it. I mean, it just... I don't know. Uh, I'm not ready for I want to know what happened... With a slit. <laughs> no, no. I don't want to know what happens with a slit. I want to know what happened to the girl who got the fishtail instead. I hope she had a long and full fishy life in the sea. Go find is- Golden somewhere. Yeah, like, also, Golden, where's your are- new friend? If there are female mermaids in the species, my door just mysteriously creaked. I heard um, it, yeah. There must be like be male like why can't you have a full life under the sea i would love to leave the surface of the fucking earth and go live under the sea there's so much interesting stuff down there i love being in the water 
Yeah. I mean, I don't I see think... the allure of being <laughs> on land. <laughs> <laughs> I think that Golden would have left immediately. I think she would have chomped on somebody and then left, but Silver wanted to stay. So. She's a good I mean, friend, sister, lover. Yeah. I Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, and there's not even, like, it just, I'm so confused about, like, the way sexuality and the way nudity and I, is handled. Because, yeah, they're, like, tongue, they're tongue kissing and everybody's topless and somebody's fucking somebody else. I'm so confused. Yeah, but at there's the same time, it's, like, slits. it's so, like, prudish at the same time. Like, yeah. Silver is so, like, chaste. And, mm-hmm. you know, Mietek is only really attracted to her when she has, like, no vagina. Barbie parts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like how men were only attracted to Britney Spears before she, like, kind of got slutty. They only liked her when she was in her, like, pure era. Like, <laughs> yeah. Pure Tamon. Ugh. I don't, yeah, I don't like it. It's just um, so deranged. Mietek is a very deranged. bad person. I'm glad that we got an extended scene of his neck, like, bubbling. I enjoyed it, too. While he, his, the life went out of his eyes, I was like, bye, bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel kind of bad right. for his wife, because, I mean, she might not know he's a total <laughs> dirtbag. Although your spidey sense fault. typically tells you, you know? I don't know. Not everyone has a good sense of those things. She just fell in love with some douchebag. Well, she, she's better off. My God, yeah. this, there's like a little gnat in here. Oh, I thought you were waving to Bartleby or something. I was like, you good? <laughs> no, it's like flying, buzzing about. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's not much else so I, guess, I have to say. What? Well, I think we like sort of have to tackle the, again, the allusion to like female puberty and vaginas because they there's so much like fishy, slimy imagery and it's a very thinly veiled, if veiled at all, illusion to, like, you know, puberty and, like, sexual mm-hmm. awakening at your, you know, when you first start getting slippy, you know? Getting a yeah. little... Getting the, the smoosh. <laughs> Get the sploosh. <laughs> gross. That, yeah, kind that of was gr- great. I... I, don't tell me it's gross. It. I didn't make an entire movie about fish vaginas. This is not on me. That's what I'm saying. Robert Belesco needs help. Huh. I it's um I it's not very deep either. As much as this movie is like No, while I was watching it, I was like, weird. It's fun, it's like, but it is fun. It is on. very surface level it's mm-hmm. like puberty equals women become crazy women become sexual objects women they either be become fishy. like crazy crazy sluts or like devote themselves to one man at to like crazy man-eating sluts yeah like yeah. you're either a good girl that will die for your man or you're a crazy man-eating slut and that's the truth that's indisputable logic Right. So, the, I mean, it's just, like, the coding is all over the place. It's wild. It's something else. I didn't like it. But, I mean... At the same time, it, the movie's not very deep, and it was kind of fun to watch, so... I would watch it again 
just like in the background and then really tune in for those musical breaks. Right. But I think it's 100% worth a watch. It's wild and crazy. Um, I can't think of any real content warnings except like fish surgery. So if you don't want to watch that, I don't know. Just uh, keep your your eyes peeled (laughs) for one that's coming up and turn away. I it's uh, the scene that I didn't like was the IV scene because needles freak me out and it, they were like singing during it. I didn't like it, but whatever. That was really I the don't like, like grossest. Getting an IV, but I don't mind watching <laughs> someone get an IV. I don't like needle scenes at all. Oh yeah. Um. So and sorry. Somebody does stick a finger into a slit without consent, but nobody seems to care. Nobody in the room is. They don't even seem to notice, quite honestly. Affected. Yeah. They giggle. That's about it. That's. So I'm confused. Yeah. When they're in their like innocent baby phase and then they become sexy babies and then they become a dead, faithful love of Miatek and a crazy fish slut. So that's kind of the evolution. Yeah. It is a bit like, uh, you know, the born sexy yesterday trope, where it's like, yeah, they're little Barbie sex bombs, and then you know when they get older and when they start to understand their sexuality and their maturity, then they're like, ew, gross, you need to yeah. die and or run away and be a fish slut somewhere else. Yeah, and yeah, so, Crescia, like they all the band loses affinity for them when they start to like get wise. Right. Um, Getting wise. But yeah, I think she gets idea. a she gets a bad uh she gets a bad edit, you know. I think mm-hmm. she, at the beginning I think maybe she was looking out for them, but then she gets jealous and whatever. I don't think that's very realistic to how a woman would actually act, but yeah. Whatever. I think because she does try to lie studio... to the boss. Do... Oh yeah, she, they're my friend's kids or whatever. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, she's trying to protect them, I think. I was going to say, I think the recording studio girls, Pompadour, gets a bad edit. It's a very uh, bad Pompadour. <laughs> it's, like, so ugly. way off to the side and, like, There's swooping and good. swapping and pinning and it's all and out of control. popping. Yeah, who knows? Pinning, popping, pooping. Um, fish holes. This is a mermaid tale based on The Little Mermaid by Hans Christian Andersen and resembles it somehow even less than the Disney version of The Little Mermaid. Except for the sea foam. Sea foam comes back. That is the... They were very true to that ending, randomly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're like, this is the moment we have to be... We have to, like, stick to the story. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe... um, Krisha is like an allusion to the sea witch. To like an old Maybe. singing witch. She does kind of like steal their voices, steals their talents, and exploits them for Uses dollars them that they for... never see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. But so do the other two band members. So Maybe the drummer is the sea witch with his fishy fucking fingers. With it and his fishy little rat tail. I mean, yeah. the rat tail is hard to spot, but once you spot it, you really spot it, you know? <sighs> yeah. A little braided rat um, tail. What else do you have to say? I'm Anything out of else? Any ideas. further thoughts? 
I am a blank slate. I'm an empty vessel. I have nothing to give. I am dumb. No. But no. there's nothing more else to say about the lore. Yeah. I think well, the lore. I would definitely say fuck Miatek. He's a piece of shit. I hate him. Ugh. I kind of hate every man in the movie. I hate the drummer. Fuck, uh, fuck the boss. Fuck, fuck them all. Yeah, the boss is nasty. I think he's got, he got me too shortly after this movie. Ugh, I hope made. so. Um, fuck Triton, kind of. Don't bite birds. Don't be a neo-Nazi Don't bite prick. birds. Yeah, and don't, like, corner this 10-year-old and tell her cryptic things about living under the sea. Although he did turn out to be right and was trying to give them he was right. a warning in good I guess faith. that's true. <laughs> he, but he was also kind of, like, not talking you know to Silver a, directly about it until it was too late. You know? You know who was a dick was the girl, the other girl in Triton's band who was like, you're yeah. bad. You're, get off my stage to Golden. And she, like, pushed but, her in the crowd. God bless her. She didn't fucking care, though. Golden got right back up and stole the other microphone instead. Good for her. Good for her. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. It's, yeah, worth a watch, I think. If you have HBO Max, go for it. One of my nails just popped off. Oh. Oh, no. Rest in peace. I actually have to go get nail glue and do some surgery. Because two other ones popped off. Just go get them. Go get two in the pink, one in the stink. Redone. Ah. Uh, They did look good, the black and red. Right? They're pretty. I know they're, I mean, the nails came Mm -hmm. off in one piece, so I'm just going to glue them till my next appointment. But it is a drag. Hmm. Sometimes it just be like that, Um, you know? Sometimes nails pop off. Who who, are you going to do? I don't know. Um, Okay. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for your time. This movie was strange. I'd still recommend that you watch it. It's short. Um, and you you look like you you kind of don't like it anymore. You look like you turned yourself. Me? I don't know. I I think I'm just. I I always talk myself into hating things. I I hate everything. I don't know. That's like part of the. Part of my charm, right? Is my ability yeah, it's to hate part stuff. of your uh, your brand for sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Everyone just needs to do better. Okay, don't yes. have weird homophobic coding and don't like have weird puri- puritanical ideas about women's sexuality and girls' puberty and don't have fish slits. I don't know. Gross. I don't think the fish slits so were strictly fine. necessary, but yeah, we're fine. We made it through. There are a couple good songs. And uh, I did a couple like good outfits. Yeah. Good actors, good outfits. Yeah. We made it. We did it, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> what? <gasps> All right. Should we wrap this bitch up? Yeah. You, we, uh, we have an Instagram at spooky succubus underscore cast. We have um, uh, TikTok. We have TikTok. Patreon. Patreon is in our linked link tree. in the link tree on the Instagram, yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, probably the TikTok. I don't know. You're you're the the keeper of the TikTok. I, I did, yeah. I put the TikTok. On you're me. so good. Of course. How could I even doubt you? 
But yeah, the Patreon um, is cool. Uh, for the month of March, we're doing a bonus book club edition on The Hunting Party by Lucy Foley. And, you know, if you join today, you could be the person to pick the March bonus <gasps> movie because we haven't picked it yet. Right. That's so, true. do it. And we got Tales from the Hood on there. That was a fun episode. That was and, really fun. And yeah, I don't know. YouTube is, I need to figure out how computers work. And then, uh, if you're listening and you know spicier. how computers work, let it hit us up. <laughs> For real, though. I don't, I don't know. I just open Google and make it tell me stuff. But that's it. Hello? Is that, that's how I learned, know how to do any formula in Excel. I'm just like, Google, I need to do this specific thing. And then I just like learn the formula from Google and then immediately forget it. I retain no information and then I have to then Google you go it again back. next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that, fine. Nobody, if you, nobody really knows how to use Excel. And I, on God. That's what kids say, right? Uh, it's like, on God. Um, oh. I think. Yeah, Excel is stupid. Why not make a better program? And why do we all keep having to use it? I know. It doesn't why make don't any you sense. Make, make a program that's not so hard to use, and it can be like, hey, do you need to do this exact thing? Here's a button. I can't put these a formulas button. in. I'm stupid, okay? I don't want a formula. I don't want to make a formula for everything. What do I look like? A rocket scientist? No. Anyway. True so, enough. Uh, thank you for listening. Remember to stay ugly and get Abby's fucked. Typing something. Get fucked. And I can multitask. Upwards. You cannot. I think that especially if you're, hey, you have a fifty pound eel tail on you, that would be hard. How do they poop? Do they poop out of the slit? I don't know. That we, probably we'll is. Find not, out. You know, there's probably another hole. All right. <laughs> on that. Note, there's always another hole. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. Ah!